And I'm Ash. Welcome to Crime Potatoes Podcast. Grab your snacks, get comfy, and let's get to it. Welcome back to part two. <laughs> yes, part two of last week's episode. So if you haven't listened yet, make sure you go back to last week's and listen to that episode so you know where we are going with this week's episode. Yes, definitely go back and listen to that episode before this one. I guess I'll just jump right into it because my case sources are the same as last week's. I mean, unless you want to tell me what you're snacking on again. I have water and I have some trail mix here. Oh, nice. Yeah, mostly just water. Honestly, the trail mix has just been sitting on my desk, but I haven't had any of it. So that technically isn't my snack. It's just sitting in front of me, but it's the water. (laughs) Well, I have a Diet Dr. Pepper and that's it. So, all right, now we're jumping into it. It's a drink day. All right. Yes. Let's get to it. All right. So just to give a little bit of a summary to where we are, Josh Maddox, when he was 18 years old on May 8th, 2008, he uh, went out for a hike and disappeared. And then seven years later, he was found two blocks away from his own home inside a chimney of a cabin. Now, this does take place in Colorado in a national forest area. So... It is going to be a little bit higher revelation. Oh my gosh. Higher revelation. (laughs) Higher elevation. So um, even though it's May, it still drops down to cold during evenings. And so the coroner report ruled it as an accidental death. So that's a quick overview of last week, right? (laughs) Yes. Okay. So the coroner thinks that Joshua Maddox gained access to the cabin, blocked the fireplace, undressed just his shirt, went back outside, climbed on the roof, and went head first down the chimney where he got stuck and succumbed to hypothermia. I don't know about you, but this just doesn't make sense. The theory the coroner has come up with doesn't fit with what was found, and there are some other interesting things that came up that may suggest possible foul play. So I'm going to share just two of the theories that make the most sense to me about what could have happened. One, you may not like this, will be going along with the idea of accidental death. But the other one being the possibility of a homicide. So now I do want to state that these are just theories that make sense and aren't actual, not actually what happened. So theories only. (laughs) Okay. All right. So the police received many anonymous tips suggesting subject suggesting suspects who bragged about killing Josh, many of which led nowhere. And to be blunt, people just called in being dumb and trying to get back at their significant others or enemies or whatever. So which is horrible. That is which is so stupid that people do that. 
yeah stupid period but also like you don't know how it affects the family yeah well and then it takes a takes the police away from actually working the case yes anyways so for whatever reason they they did get calls like that but one reddit post in 2015 seemed promising and interesting and i am going to read the whole post so hang on tight it is going to be a little bit of a long one Quote, I went to high school with the skinny, with this skinny, dorky hippie named Andy, who played guitar in a band. I was never good friends with him or anything, but a year or so after I graduated, one of my good friends, Josh, started hanging out with him and then went missing. Turns out that in addition to becoming a lot scarier looking, Andy indeed headed down to New Mexico where he found himself shooting the shit with the caretaker of a disabled guy and got invited over to their apartment. Caretaker gets in the shower and when he comes back out, the disabled guy is stabbed to death and Andy's gone. When Andy got arrested, he also claimed to have killed a woman in Taos and stuffed her body in a barrel. The cops indeed found a woman stuffed in a barrel in Taos, but already had somebody in custody for it and decided to stick with that guy instead. Years later, I found out that the case... <coughs> that the caretaker had died in a bar fight. And without him, the cops didn't have much in the way of evidence somehow. So that case against Andy was dropped too. Several of us went to the cops saying, yo, Josh, who went missing, was last seen with Andy, who's a murderer. Maybe you should check that out. Despite a fair amount of pestering, nothing ever really came of it. And by nothing, I mean the police mostly didn't even return our calls and once accidentally canceled the bulletin on Josh because he's alive and well and living in the next town over. He wasn't. He was actually in the chimney of an, of an abandoned cabin like two blocks from his parents' house. The coroner had said the body had been there for about seven years and ruled the death accidental, concluding that Josh had probably climbed down the chimney in an attempt to break into the house and gotten stuck which, given the age of the corpse, didn't seem overly ridiculous. Except for the fact that in addition to Josh having last been seen with Andy immediately before his stabbing spree, people called in to report having heard rumors that Andy was bragging about having put Josh in a hole. Somebody had ripped a heavy bar off the wall in the kitchen and propped it against the fireplace. Or the fact that Josh's stuff was already inside the cabin, meaning A, he'd already broken in and would have would have had to lock himself out to go for the chimney, and B, he might have noticed that either the flu or the big bar would have prevented him from getting in through the fireplace. Or the fact that when he was found, Josh's knees were above his head, which sounds to me like he would have had to go in head first. Disclaimer, not an expert at effing all. Or maybe the fact that Josh was barefoot and naked from the waist down. This is just my opinion, but I don't care who you are. You don't try to climb headfirst into a chimney via a hole rusted through a metal grate with your dick hanging out. As far as I can tell, nobody even bothered to call Andy to ask if he knew anything. By the way, from what I hear, Andy's still out and about doing his thing when he's not in a mental hospital. All I'm saying is, I wish they had done some police shit. Open in an investigation. Try to track down some leads. Interview some folks who've been calling in tips for the last seven years. Maybe check for some semen or something. 
I don't know. Don't just say accidental, just off your hands and call it a day, end quote. Whew. So I know this Reddit user did go on a rant and it was a lot and it's going to be a lot to unwrap, but I would first like to say that I do disagree with his um, his thoughts on the, the police officers because we just don't know what the police knew at the time, and they are going off the report by the coroner, so I'd give them a little bit of grace there. Besides the fact that Josh was 18 when he went missing, And his sister had even said that he had told his family that he would one day go on an an adventure and may not talk to them for a while. So there is that. But let's talk about this Andy guy that the Reddit user talks about consistently throughout. Andrew Richard Newman was a friend of Josh. And yes, many people had told officers during the, um, that seven years of searching that they had seen Josh with Andrew Newman that day. Andrew Newman is currently serving time in Florida, in a Florida prison for a burglary warrant and after assaulting three police officers. He was indeed a suspect and, as far as I know, still is in the murder of a disabled man in New Mexico. However, without the caretaker of the disabled man, because he is now deceased, they don't have anything to go forward with the murder charge. And so they had to let him go. Is it possible Andrew Newman killed Josh? Many locals of Woodland Park think so. He was a troubled kid and did some petty theft as a teen. And who isn't to say that being friends with him, Josh may have gotten into some trouble with him at the cabin. Maybe they broke in together, an argument ensued, or maybe Josh was trying to stop Andrew Newman from breaking in. I can see that from everything that I read up on Josh. He was just a a good kid, good, happy kid, followed the rules pretty much, and he was super smart. I mean, but he is 18 and a boy, and sometimes boys don't make smart decisions. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, so I think that that is also a possibility that they broke in together or... Andrew Newman broke in and Josh tried to stop him or something. The way Josh's body was positioned, according to many reports, looked as if he was forced into the chimney. I mean, his head was down and his legs were above the rest of his body. And again, not to mention the fact that someone had to have pushed the breakfast bar right up against the fireplace. Because every report I read said that that thing was heavy duty. And it was pushed up right against. There was no way to wiggle around it once it was pushed up. And prior to Josh's body being found, so many friends of his continuously brought up Andrew Newman and begged the police to look into him. According to many people and the Reddit user, Andrew Newman was not shy about saying he had put Josh into a hole. And it wasn't just like one person saying, oh, he told me this. There was several people saying that he constantly bragged about putting Josh into a hole. So um, anyways, it's kind of hard to find things a lot on Andrew Newman just because everyone has a right to privacy (laughs) on the internet. Um, So I I did do my best trying to get more information on that. Uh, So if you want to go do research, listeners, feel free to and reach out and share what you find because I am leaning towards this being what happened. I know that's not like a lot on that first theory, but I just, I 
agreed a lot with what that Reddit user was saying. Like, it just doesn't make sense what the coroner said that he somehow got into the cabin, but then was trying to re-break in through the chimney. Yeah, and stripped down between then. Yeah, and Chuck Murphy was adamant that that steel bar didn't have any hole or didn't rest through, was still over the chimney before they started the demolition. So it just, that it doesn't make sense to me. The accidental death doesn't mix, makes fully sense me to me. Either. But <laughs> to be the devil's advocate, the second theory does fall under the accidental death and could make sense that he died of hypothermia. So I know that the coroner believes this is believes how he died, but this is a different view on how he got to the point of hypothermia and not the way the coroner put it. Because again, I just, I do, I hate that that that's like what the coroner said. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just so yeah, dumb. No, I agree. That does, it, it does not make sense. It does not line up at all. No. Like, well, like the Reddit user said, he's like, who would strip down, climb back outside and go head first down the yeah. chimney? It just, yeah. Okay. Josh Maddox, again, was an 18 year old kid who loved being outside and exploring, which one could probably say that he passed the cabin on many occasions and knew it was pretty much abandoned and his curiosity could have gotten the best of him and he found a way inside the cabin that wasn't the chimney investigation found that the weather during the time of josh's disappearance so between may 8th and 10th 2008 was dropping below freezing in the evenings and into the night and just to reiterate i know i said it in the first episode but it was around the high 20 20s Fahrenheit or negative 6.7 degrees Celsius, which without proper shelter and warmth can cause someone to go into hypothermia, can cause someone to go into hypothermia. What is hypothermia and how long does it take to get to that point? According to the Mayo Clinic, hypothermia is described as, quote, a medical emergency that occurs when your body loses heat faster than it can produce heat, causing a dangerously low body temperature end quote. So we all know that the normal body temp is around 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit or 37 degrees Celsius. So hypothermia occurs when the body temp drops below 95 degrees Fahrenheit or 35 degrees Celsius. Once your body temp starts dropping, it can take anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes for hypothermia to begin setting in. Okay, so let's say that Josh got in the cabin and somehow couldn't get back out. Depending on what time of day, he'd have a little more time before his body would start losing heat. According to betterhelp.vic.gov, the stages of hypothermia are the mild stage, which some symptoms of this stage include numbness in the extremities, drowsiness or lethargic, shivering, increased heart rate, and breathing. The moderate stage, which symptoms include not being able to pee, no longer shivering, slow heart rate, and breathing, and low blood pressure. The severe stage symptoms include the heart rate becoming an 
irregular, no response to light in the pupil of the eye, rigid muscles. The person might feel like they are in rigor mortis. So it is said that when people get to the second stage, they begin to become more confused and may start taking their clothes off because they think they are warming up, which you could say this was why they found Josh with only a thin shirt on in the chimney. He started thinking he was warm and started stripping down. People experience hypothermia will also try to find a small space to curl up in, which again shows Josh maybe wedged himself up into the chimney, trying to get into that small space. So let's, yeah, let's say Josh did all this. Then how would you explain the breakfast bar? Well, one, maybe Chuck Murphy or someone with access showed up during the years of Josh's disappearance and moved it to make more storage room. Or two, Josh did it in an attempt to make the fireplace enclosed in his delirious state. And then he eventually died. But I don't see how he could have pulled it all the way up close tight after getting in because it's solid wood i'll try to find a good picture of it but like everywhere i read like all the resources i went through was it was completely solid wood like from top to bottom so now i know that i i feel like the second theory can be possible but i again i just have a hard time with the way his body was found because even if he started going through a delirious state and he started stripping his clothes and he was trying to get into a small space to get warm or whatever why would he put his legs up first yeah and how like (laughs) and keep his head like how yeah just trying to think of how i would do that Uh, it would be right? impossible. I, I, I for totally me, did the same thing in but... researching. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. And like they said, when they found that the breakfast bar was pushed up against it, there was no room for someone to climb through to get to gain yeah. access to the chimney. So it was like pushed up right up against. Okay, so now say he did lock himself inside. This is what I don't understand is you would think that he could have broke a window or something to get out. If you locked yourself in and you could, for some reason, couldn't get out and we'll post a picture of the cabin and whatnot, but it just, there's enough windows he could have broke out. Like yeah. through a window or something. There were enough things inside the cabin he could have used to help break a window and get out. I'm just having a hard time. Like, how would he have locked himself in the cabin? Like, if he was in the inside, right? I just, I don't know. I don't understand how that would be like a possibility. Unless, mm-hmm. does it make sense to me? I know. I, I, I don't know. It just looking at what hypothermia will do to your body. It causes you to go into delirious state. People have been known to start stripping their clothes on because they think they're warming up when they really aren't. They try to hide in, find tiny spaces to hide into. Like you can get behind that to a point, yeah. but it still just doesn't fully add up to me. So I don't know. And if Andrew Newman didn't do it, then who? Like, I feel like it, it's it's too, there's too much circumstantial suspicion, <laughs> I guess, to be an accidental yeah. death. But who knows? 
Was it really just simply an accident or did something more sinister happen? As of now, the case of Josh Maddox is considered closed. I thinking if I were one of his family members, I mean, whatever they think, I'm not judging them for it or, you know, whatever. But personally, if I were in their shoes, I would not be able to accept that answer. (laughs) There's just too many, like you said, those few little things that just don't make sense. Like the breakfast bar that's pushed up against a fireplace and no one would be able to get around it to get in or out of the fireplace or chimney. In my research, I couldn't find a lot of what the family thought. I think at that point they were just, they had started healing anyways. And so I I do know that his, his older sister, Kate, found all the circumstances weird and not adding up. But also she's just like, I, I don't know what to think. Yeah. I really just, I don't lean one way or the yeah. other. Yeah. They can't let it bother the rest of their lives. I guess you have to move on at some point. And having the body, I'm sure, after seven years, at least they have some closure as to, you know, they were able to lay his body to rest or, you know, know that he's not out there somewhere and they just have no idea. Yeah, I don't know how this happened. Maybe the coroner is right and it was just a case of hypothermia. Um, But I just, I don't, there's too much. Yeah. Too much that just doesn't make sense. Baffled, like this is, this is going to be a case thank you very much, that I think about every day for the rest of my life and wonder what happened. I want to know the truth. Oh, yeah. Right. And if you go on Reddit or even like other sites similar to Reddit, people go down rabbit holes with their own theories about what happened. And yes, aliens are always on that list, I swear. (laughs) But I could have made this I could have done an episode on each theory or pretty close (laughs) an episode on just each theory because it's just insane. It just, it doesn't make sense. I don't know. But yeah, that's the the mysterious death of Joshua Maddox. I am excited to see what our listeners have to say about this. So you guys, please go to our Instagram and comment on the post regarding this episode about your theories or if you have different theories or which side you're leaning towards what side you're you're leaning towards if you agree that it was homicide or agree that it was just accidental or maybe you see something yes that we didn't that points to one way or the other so no we want to know your thoughts well thank you i'm gonna be up all night thinking about this And trying to think of, like, how I could fit myself up a chimney upside down to see if it's actually possible. That is what I, like, I think I spent, I don't know, a good 20 minutes just laying in bed, like, moving my body around, trying to figure (laughs) out how. (laughs) Like, Like, luckily, my husband is on night shift, and so he didn't get to witness that, but hey. (laughs) Yeah, I just... The only thing like I I could think about that would kind of make sense is if he crawled in like head first, like head went up the chimney and then maybe somehow kind of wiggled himself down. So like then his knees were above his head, but 
even then I'm like, how does that happen? How do you just hold yourself up in a chimney with your feet above your head? And I don't know. Well, and it's a pretty small space. And remember, he was described as six feet tall. Yes. About 150 pounds. We're small. So maybe we could do something like that. But a six foot tall. Yeah. I'm five two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. Thanks for ruining my night. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I have to get you back for all your unsolved cases. Um, Just saying. Fair. That's valid. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening and not being too upset that you had to wait a week for this episode. But again, let us know your thoughts. Let us know your theories. We love you guys. Yes, please. All right. And we will see you guys next week for a brand new episode. Stay safe, potatoes. Bye.